You're listening to the Elite Insights Podcast from the Victorian Institute of Sport. Each fortnight, our VIS experts put the spotlight on different aspects of high-performance sport in a way that we can all relate to and learn from. Victorian Institute of Sport podcast, Elite Insights. I'm your host, Jess Whitby, and today we're, you're joining us for a very special episode of Elite Insights. We're actually on location at DEXA Melbourne, and we're going to be chatting about DEXA scanning. To do that, I'm joined by a De- a director of DEXA Melbourne, Andrew Hopeng, and VIS sports dietitian and bone densitometrist at DEXA Melbourne, Elaine Bow. I'm really sorry if I got that wrong. Not very good at pronouncing new words like that. Um, How's it going, guys? Really good. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, no no worries. I'm looking forward to it. So, tell me, what is DEXA scanning? Um, So, DEXA scanning is an advanced. It's a very advanced form of X-ray technology. Um, and has the capacity to measure people's body composition and bone density very accurately and precisely. And as you use it over time, the results that we can get from it are actually quite um, reliable. Okay, so how, how accurate is it? Um, it's a good question. Body <laughs> composition, there's a few factors that make up the accuracy and precision, but mm-hmm. with well-controlled measures, you can track somebody's body composition change as low as two to 300 grams over time. So at Dex and Melbourne, that's, uh, we tend to be um, specialised in these areas and we can offer our clients um, high level of reliability um, as we scan them over time so they can see what their true body composition changes are. Wow, that's pretty, pretty full on. Um, so why might we do DEXA scanning? What's the purpose of it? Um, so there's many reasons why you can use DEXA scanning. Um, we tend to break it down into four sections. So you've got the clinical aspect of um, uh, tracking somebody's body composition. So they might Mm -hmm. have a clinical disease like sarcopenia. So there's a specific use for DEXA in the role of sarcopenia management and assessment. You've then got uh, sporting performance and that's going to be most relevant to your listeners. Um, So a lot of athletes will go through body comp changes as they exercise and eat well and they'll have particular targets for their sport. They might want to make weight and so DEXA plays a role there um, for them. Also, a little a subset of that could be um, the assessment of someone's energy requirements, and that's really important for athletes that are going through training programs or if they're having a thing, going through a thing called low energy availability. Um, the other part is around just general health and weight loss management. So again, very similar to athletes, most people are trying to improve their health. Um, and it's usually related to weight loss. You can track body comp change, and you can look at other clinical markers, which are um, which you'll find on a DEXA scan report. That being visceral fat, so internal belly fat, we can track that with the DEXA. And then the other elements as well um, would be the bone densitometry, which is what DEXA was originally created for, and that's just to look at how people's bone, what people's bone health is, and whether or not their bone density is lowering over time. And then you get an assessment on um, osteoporosis as well. So okay. they're the kind of the four categories we would. Yeah, right. So going to back to what you're saying about um, sports science, how we might use it in elite athletes. Um, a couple of episodes ago, we were talking to Lauren Chambers, another nutritionist at VIS, and we were talking about how, um, in part of your role as a nutritionist, you guys might work with athletes to uh, manage weight loss or weight gain depending on their needs for their sport. Mm-hmm. What's your role with the athletes in terms of doing DEXA scanning and being a nutritionist? 
Yeah, so I think those roles go very nicely hand in hand, having mm -hmm. that knowledge about nutrition, but also being able to perform and interpret these reports from a DEXA scan. At the VIS, we most commonly use it to get a baseline idea of the athlete's body composition. And, you know, for different sports, there's going to be different um, body composition requirements. So, you know, a cyclist might need to be um, a lot leaner than someone who's a bodybuilder. But what um, DEXA gives us is it gives us that baseline body composition data. So we can see how much body fat they've got, how much lean mass they have, and how much or how strong their bones are. And then we can use this to um, change or modify up their diet, but depending on what goal we're aiming for. And so the DEXA report um, gives us those numbers to be to allow us to be able to do that. Yeah, right. And would you use the DEXA scan at the end again to kind of check, see what changes have been made and if there's... Yeah, definitely. So we'll get a baseline and then maybe during the competition season we might see how they're going and then we might get one at the end of competition as well. And that's what um, commonly um, the, the dietitians would recommend why the dietitians would recommend the um, athletes to get a scan for. Yeah, right. And that's probably the most common reason, I guess, for athletes to get a scan, as you were talking about, Andrew, before. Yeah, definitely yeah. so. Um, and to add to that as well, how I use it as a dietitian, mm -hmm. um, there, our, our role as dietitians is to help our clients understand what are their energy requirements for their sport and just for their everyday body function. And a really good benefit of the DEXA is when you measure their fat-free mass, so that being muscle and bone, you can start to use particular equations which really refine the process of determining someone's energy requirements. So you use yeah, the data from it, a part of your overall assessment, just to help with dietary planning. And then obviously off the back of that, as a client's, um, you know, follow your nutrition plan, follow their exercise programs, mm -hmm. and you track their results, Whatever change that occurs, you can then retailor your nutrition and exercise strategy. So if they're not putting on the level of lean muscle you'd like them to, you might increase their calories a little bit more. Or if they put on too much body fat while trying to bulk, you might just bring the calories down a little bit more or get them to exercise a bit more, depending what it is. Um, same way if you're looking at fat loss as well. So that's how it kind of helps um, over time to refine their programs a bit further and um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it gives you really, as dietitians, it gives you guys a really wholesome picture of like the whole thing and you can see what really needs to be done rather than just maybe taking a guess or doing it a different way. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I think traditionally people um, will just rely on the scales and you know, mm -hmm. notice what happens with their weight, it goes up or down, but then you don't know if you know, you're actually increasing muscle mass rather than body fat. And so DEXA takes a lot of the guesswork out of that. Yeah. So how does the DEXA scan work? What is the process of getting a DEXA scan done? Um, so we, we adopted um, the research done by the Australian Institute of Sport um, around the standardisation protocols for DEXA scanning. So essentially what it does is it passes the x-ray through the subject and then an image is created and then we have a computer program with very complex algorithms and, and, and reference points from research on people's bodies, um, figures out what's fat, what's muscle and what's bone. Clients' preparation is very important, same with how we scan and position the patient. And when we follow these protocols from the Oz Institute of Sport, then the reliability in the measurement becomes very high. I guess a good example would be if a client's exercising before their scan, they might be dehydrated and so that can change their lean muscle reading. 
And so if they're one time exercising, next time they're not, or they're over overhydrating and drinking and the next time they're coming fully fasted, they're all things that can affect the results. So we standardize that and then it just takes away those variables which can change the data we collect. And that's really, really important um, okay. that all clients or anyone using DEXA follows a, a standardized process. Yeah, can you guys tell when it's like a little bit off or is it just kind of like you see after a while the results are a bit skewed and... Um, well, we tend to have a chat to all our clients about their exercise, their nutrition, how compliant they're being to the protocols that we put in place. And then from there, we can assess whether or not the results we're seeing is true results and not noise off the back of their preparation or machine noise. Um, so it's just about having that conversation and understanding them and, and what they're doing around the scan. But if they're following it, then the, the noise is limited, very, very small. Um, but sometimes you see odd results and then you might ask the client the question, you know, um, you know, showing that you've had two kilos muscle loss, but you're telling me you're trying to bulk here. Why do you think that's occurred? And then they say, oh, well, I exercised half an hour ago. So probably yeah. lost about two to three litres of just fluid in that exercise session, which changes how we measure muscle. So yeah, right. it's, yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, you've got to have the conversation with them. And pick it up. Yeah, right. So um, can anyone get a DEXA scan? Um, yeah, so I think a lot of people tend to think that DEXA scanning is restricted to just like athletes and elite athletes because that's what we use it for. But, um, you know, your everyday active individuals can also come in for a DEXA scan, you know, whether they're um, trying to train for a, you know, a fun run or they're just, um, you know, active in the gym every day and they're trying to put on a little bit of um, muscle and trying to reduce their body fat. Um, they can they can definitely benefit from a, a DEXA scan and we do actually get a lot of clients who are just your everyday active people coming in um, wanting to get a better idea or better understanding of their body composition because um, you know they're sick of just seeing the number on the scales yeah. and wanting a better understanding so that's probably the most common reason yeah um, when um, asked why why they're here for a scan yeah. and it allows them to um, better modify their diet as needed and also change up their training program um, depending on their results as well so it gives them really good feedback yeah right um i guess age requirements for dexa as well obviously yep so yeah. we don't do scans in um, anybody who's under 18 unless there is a justified reason for it um, we also don't scan um, females who are pregnant because mm -hmm. of the x-ray um, yeah. exposure but other than that, um, there are no other uh, age restrictions. Yeah, cool. So I guess people at um, a grassroots or a club level, they might really benefit from something like a DEXA scan. Is it wouldn't be something that's just restricted to athletes, like you were saying, like it could just be your everyday punter at the gym. Um, so with talking about kids at, well, kids, adults at club level that are maybe wanting to make a rep team or they're just wanting to improve a little bit better, how would you guys work with them, I guess? Well, I guess it would be this, the very similar process to working with like an athlete or just mm -hmm. your normal client. It would, it's um, about getting an understanding of what their goals are for body composition. Are they looking to um, put on a little bit of lean mass or reducing a little bit of body fat? Um, you know, getting an understanding of their diet, of their training program. It's just like one of those normal um, dietitian consultations yeah. that you have, except you talk a little bit more about their body composition goals, um, and then you know get them 
for the DEXA scan and then using the results we can um, have a look at what their resting metabolic rate is and calculate energy requirements from that and then be able to say to them, okay, well on this particular day if you're doing um, this particular exercise then you'll need to eat more calories um, on a day where you're doing less exercise, perhaps drop down the calories a little bit as well. So, yeah, so you really work with them to fulfill this whole yeah. picture I guess you've been talking about. And it's very much tailored to an individual um, mm -hmm. because everybody's going to be different in terms of body comp, uh, in terms of their training and, and dietary habits. So it's just about um, getting to know the individual and getting to know their goals in order to be able to tailor the best, um, I guess, advice to them. Cool. Even um, also as well with athletes trying to make weight, mm -hmm. Dexter can um, become a very important part of that decision making process for them. Yeah. Um, so we tend to do a lot around weight sensitive sports, you know, combat striking sports, um, is usually where we would see it. But you've got you know you can outreach to even jockeys and sports like that, um, gymnastics as well, aquatics tends mm -hmm. to have a we have involvement with a bit yeah um rowing so there's a whole range of sports that also can benefit i guess for to your question about um grassroots level you tend to find um the younger developing players are the ones that usually want to track and monitor body composition yeah um and so it tends to fit in well them there as they're really developing and their body's just generally growing and their physique's developing to the sport we can help um, track and monitor that and guide them through um, their goals goals around their body comp etc so that's a really important part and also as well if anyone ever has an injury DEXA can play a key role depending yeah, on right. the type of injury okay. so if they have <coughs> a good example is if they have a left um, tear in their calf we can isolate a sub-region analysis on the scan to look at the lower leg region. So we can't look at the calf specifically, but we can look at the entire region of the lower leg. And then usually in injury, you'll see muscle atrophy, or which means loss of muscle. Mm -hmm. And so we can track how much muscle they're losing in that area. And as they go through their rehab program, and the expectation is usually to build that lean muscle back up, then we could see have they actually gone back to a healthy state to what they were previously. So it really feeds into the physios and exercise yeah. physiologist's role or a sports physician's role um, through injury management. And that's really for anyone that, that is active and plays sport. Yeah, so that's what we do at VIS. We work with as well the guys downstairs in the gym to use DEXA scanning for rehab as well. Yeah, definitely. There have been a few athletes who... Um, had I think they're like ACL tears okay. um, from um, from competition or sport or whatever, and yes, we've set them for DEXA scans and we've um, I guess done that sub regional sub regional analysis of their calf or of their thigh, and then sort of feed it back to um, sports science or S and C and say, okay, well this is what's happening with their you know lead mass over time. Um, how can you modify their training so you know there's minimal loss of um, muscle mass there. Yeah. So definitely we do work together. It's not The report's not just um, for dietitians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S&C, sports science can definitely benefit from it as well. Wow, mm. that's really interesting. I actually didn't know that about DEXA standing. Mm -hmm. Do you just use it for like uh, leg muscles or any kind of muscle injury, I guess, like shoulders yeah. or packs or...? It's, it's hard based on how the x-ray image is created so we, we typically use it for legs, upper and mm -hmm. lower leg, um, potentially an arm injury, but you don't really often see that 
in sport anyway, like a yeah. bicep tear or something. Yeah. Um, a lot of injuries for athletes will be in the shoulder, in, a, in, in their pectoral or their back. And the hard thing is we can't actually get a front or back view of their body from the way the x-rays yeah, create right. in the image. And we can't isolate those single areas. So that's where there is some limitations to Dex's use in injury. But for a lower leg injury or upper thigh injury, it's, it's really, really beneficial because we can get the entire region clearly in the subregion analysis and look at changes over time. So it just depends on the athlete and the injury yeah. um, that, that, that they have. Yeah, that's really interesting. That is very cool. I didn't know that about DEXA scanning. In my mind, mm. I was like, DEXA scanning is nutrition, but that's very cool that you work with injury as well. Is there any other areas in the sports science that you guys use DEXA scanning for? Aside from, I guess, we're talking about the nutrition and weight loss or gain, or lean muscle loss or gain in the injury, that's pretty much about it? Yeah, that and um, <coughs> energy metabolism oh, yeah. is the other one. And so that really fits into relative energy deficiency syndrome. That's something new that's come about in recent years and we're starting to understand it a lot more. And that's really managed by a multidisciplinary team between a sports physician, exercise science or strength, you know, strength and conditioning or a physio and then you've got dietetics where you're trying to improve um, metabolic compromise and some health issues off the back of overtraining, under-eating and, being, and having very low body fat levels. Um, so it's a yeah, very new area, DEXA definitely fits into there and best practice protocols around managing that would actually include having a DEXA scan, getting an RMR test, which the VIS do, and then having a particular plan developed by your team in order to kind of reverse out of it, yeah. to stabilise you, and then you just um, carry on from there. Yeah, and I guess the sports who are at risk of um, the relative energy deficiency syndrome would be your really weight sensitive sports where um, aesthetics is really important. So sports like gymnastics, um, any type of like you know, ballet dancing, um, even um, ultra endurance running or marathon running, um, even in cyclists as well, or, or diving and uh, lightweight rowing, anything where um, minimal body fat is desired um, and high amount of lead mass is, is desired for that um, high power to weight ratio. So all of those athletes can be at risk of relative energy deficiency syndrome. And it's not just limited to females, as what um, that's what we once thought, but it can affect males as well. So it's just about being aware of you know, which athletes um, can be affected by it and yeah, pushing for them to come get a DEXA scan. And from that, we can calculate their RMR, which will help them get out of that um, I guess syndrome and making sure that you know they're eating enough calories so that they can, well, that their bodies will full function properly. Yeah, we've had awesome case studies at DEXA Melbourne um, around this, and Elaine's absolutely right. It can affect men too, and it also can affect um, anyone at any level of fitness um, or in any sport. So. What we commonly see here is, mostly in females, but we've had it in men as well, is you see everyday gym goer or a bodybuilder, and um, they tend to overtrain quite a lot and undereat for for the simple reason they've got a you know desired lean body composition that they're aiming for. And we've seen it in females with body fat levels of about thirty to forty percent, which is actually quite healthy and normal for a female to have that amount of body fat. Um, and we've seen. Um, compromise RMRs even at higher levels of body fat. So a lot of our initial thoughts were it happens in you know very lean and elite athletes, 
um, but we actually see it in everyday population groups, you know, any everyday, you know, weekend warrior or, you know, someone in gym on their fitness journey, it happens there too. And it's usually just because they restrict calories too much, they don't eat sufficiently to their exercise. You see changes in menstruation or they lose their hair and changes in their um, reproductive hormones and they'll be unaware. And the issue with it is, is that if their body comp's not changing, then they blame themselves. And, but if you look at what they're doing and we pick it up in conversation, they're so compliant with their exercise and they eat really well it's just the the, over the 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 sheer restriction of their diet versus their training output and a couple other factors that leads them into the syndrome. Um, and so what can happen is with clients, they blame themselves and then they diet even harder. Yeah. And that just forces the syndrome to become a lot worse for them. And so the good thing about us at Dexa Melbourne, because we have that clinical and sports dietetics background, we can actually start asking key questions for clients. And when we see odd results... Um, although they're saying, you know, um, I should be you know, 10% body fat, why am I getting there? And then we have particular questions and then all of a sudden you're figuring out they've got um, relative energy deficiency syndrome, you're referring them out. The good thing is we've found the uptake and the change of the clients is always positive because they actually have an answer to what's going on and why aren't things shifting. And then they actually take a step back, start to eat well, train less, reset themselves. And then coming forward... When they think about their body comp goals again, then they they realise that what they were doing in the past wasn't beneficial, and that they need to take a different approach. And then they work, you know, with a uh, you know highly skilled dietitian, and then they're getting their training programs tracked well, and things become a lot better for them. So, um, yeah, that's what we, we tend to see. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of people um, think that you know to be able to lose weight or lose body fat, it's completely mathematical so it's you know if you eat less calories but you train more it's all going to work out because that's what you know how it's meant to be but it's not just about you know eating less it's about eating the right type of macronutrients and sometimes if you're training more then you're going to have to eat more to for your body to burn that extra fuel and a lot of people sort of misunderstand and think that you know um, if I eat less I'm going to lose more weight. Yeah, yeah, and that's when we definitely touched on when we talked with um, Lauren about it and yes. making sure that you're hitting all your different macronutrients and that you're eating a balanced diet. Yeah. Because I guess, um, as Rod was saying in that episode, athletes, if they just ate for trying to achieve their gains and their goals, they'd eat rubbish, like, mm. just to hit. You'll be putting on lots of body fat and not muscle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So I guess we talked about... Um, at a grassroots level, Texas getting super beneficial. And I guess, like you were just saying, with your everyday gym goal, weekend where you guys see so much of that here, um, which is really interesting. So I guess Texas scanning is something not just for elite athletes. It's not for at all. Not at all. Definitely all sorts of people mm-hmm. and really beneficial too. Yeah, it, it carries a little bit of a stigma, I think, Texas scanning. Because usually yeah. when you look at marketing of all the companies out there, they're always posting up all their elite players and high-profile high this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, there's definitely a key role in any grassroots level. It just depends on what the person's trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, and then, like we said earlier on, there's, there's a role in DEX or in other elements of health. There's a clinical aspect. There's the yeah. bone aspect as well. Um, so it has such a wide role. And because... Now we understand the benefits of using DEXA in all of these areas of health. We're getting really good equipment and then you're getting practices like ours popping up which help the clients use the technology to the best of its ability 
and then break down the interpretation of the results so that the client understands exactly what it means for them and how to use it over time yeah. um, to benefit them. Whereas if you just get a DEXA scan anywhere um, and you just do things randomly, you'll get all this data, but you just have no idea what to do with it or what it means. Yeah. And so we really like to break down those barriers and help educate our clients about it. Um, and that's the reason why we opened up DEXA. Yeah. We were using it for a long time. We noticed the stigma. We've seen the development of the technology, the benefits of, to our clients when we were using it. And then we thought, you know what, let's bring it into our practice and, and have a specialty practice so that they could do it, so people could use it. And um, yeah, it's been a good journey since we started that and made that decision. Yeah, excellent. So if people are interested in getting a DEXA scan at DEXA Melbourne or getting in touch with you guys, how can they do that? So we have a website, mm-hmm. www.dexamelbourne.com.au um, and there our details will yeah. be there, so phone, email. Um, so anyone Beautiful. can book in online or they can just call us and, and book it from there or ask any question that they feels relevant. Too easy. Thanks so much, guys, for having a chat with me about DEXA scanning. Was there anything else you want to touch on just before we wrapped up? Yeah, just one more thing. Oh, yeah. for the BIS athletes. If oh, yeah. any BIS athletes are interested um, in getting a, a mm-hmm. DEXA scan or they want to find out a little bit more, um, speak to your dietitian that looks after your sport um, and they'll be able to give you more information about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a really good, really good tip for BIS athletes out there. The last one from me, um, we offer professional development for yeah. any health professional wanting to use DEXA. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone listening that's a health professional, definitely give us a call and we've got some material we can send across to you and we can do some training with you around DEXA and how to use it with your clients. Um, there's probably students watching this as well, so we offer placements and we're happy to have people um, come in and check everything out and see what it's all about. Um, so yeah. Yeah, anyone's welcome. Yeah, no, sounds great. Excellent. So useful, very practical information. I've learnt loads today about DEXA scanning. I feel like I came into this knowing nothing. <laughs> and now I know that you guys use DEXA scanning for injury. So, pretty good. Um, thanks so much for having a chat with me, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, you've been listening to the Victorian Institute of Sport podcast, Elite Insights. Um, if you haven't yet, give us a subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes. We're Victorian Institute of Sport everywhere. And if you want, really want to hear about something and we haven't talked about it on a podcast yet, you can let us know on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us a DM, comment on our posts, tell us what you want to hear us talk about and we'll see what we can do. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>